The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your fucking boy. Haven't set the mic up correctly once again. Young fucking dick swinger. Young, it's starting to get light later on an evening now. AKA fucking, I'm in a hurry tonight and I should have recorded this podcast yesterday. <clears throat> AKA Mr. Clear in his throat. AKA, um, I need to take a shower directly after this before I go out. AKA fucking A, there's seagulls outside. Your boy, Jack Fox. What's up? How's it hanging? Hope you all read. Uh, how's it going? Okay, good. Um, this doesn't seem loud enough. I hope. I hope. I hope you can hear it. There seems to be something wrong with. Wait, maybe it's the levels. I'm just. I'm just at. I'm just at sixes and sevens today. I mean, what the fuck's going on? Um, I was going to record this yesterday. Should have because I had nothing on yesterday. And today I've got stuff to do, and of course now I'm in a rush. But I felt like yesterday, like the, like last week, I recorded last week's podcast and I had nothing for years. I openly said that, admitted it, had nothing for years. Still got through it because I'm a professional. Still did what I'm going to do because I'm professional. Okay. And yesterday I was thinking, okay, I'll record a podcast. I have nothing to do, and I thought actually, I've also still got nothing for years, and I didn't do it. Because I'm a professional. Today I'm doing it. Because even though nothing's really happened in the 24 hours between yesterday and today. I feel like I have more to offer today. I'm going to give you some more. I'm going to offer you some more. Because I'm professional. Okay? Okay. Uh, wanted to tell you a story. It's a short story. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. But I wanted to share this with you. As you know, on a Wednesday evening, I host a pub quiz at a pub in Newcastle called The Pavilion. It's okay. You know your boy is out to get them bags, right? So that's all I do it for. I'm not a fucking quiz enthusiast. I'm not a host enthusiast. I just want the Bags, and it's okay money for what it is. So I do it for the bags, all right? You understand? So every Wednesday, I drive from my house in South Shields to the arse end of Newcastle through the time tunnel. It takes a couple of hours, then I come home. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, and I collect them riggedy riggedy racks, all right? That's how we do on this side. So last Wednesday, I'm driving home. I'm not going to tell you where I live. You know I represent South Shields. I put shields on my back like the Ninja Turtles. You know I'm from South Shields. I live around the area of Westall. That's all you're getting, right? So I'm driving home. I come back to the time tunnel. I drive past Chichester Metro Station. Now I'm on a road near Chichester Metro Station. It's a main road. I'm not telling you where. I don't want some of you creeps out there know where I live. 
It's late at night. It's probably... Actually, it is late at night because I stayed after the quiz to watch the end of the Man United match. So it's probably half 10, 11-ish. I'm driving back. There's no cars on the road. It's a Wednesday night. Who the fuck goes out on a Wednesday? But there's a car in front of me. But it's not... It's just a car in front of us. I'm not really thinking about it. Now, we're driving down a main road and there's many turn-offs on the main road. So I'm driving and this car indicates to turn right. And I'm not, like, right up behind its bumper. I'm a few... So I start to slow down a little bit because I'm thinking, okay, fine, it's going to turn right. And when they're turning right, I'm turning left. So I think I'll slow down a little bit, this car will turn right, then I'll just speed up nicely and then glide to the left, and then we'll all go home and live happily ever after. And everything will be fine. Great, fine, dandy. Almost home. United have won. I've collected them... Racks, so everything's fine. The car in front, which was a white car, don't ask me the name of the make of the car. I don't know enough about cars. Your boy's a man's man on some things. One of those things is not automobiles. I know jack shit about cars. Somebody asked me what kind of car I have, and I say a silver one because that's the start and end of it for me. I have a silver car, and the car in front of my silver car, on this particular occasion, was a white one. So this white car was indicating right at the same turn off when I was going to indicate and turn left. Everything is fine and as it should be. Now as the as the car in front slows down, I slow down, and as it comes to the point where this car in front should turn right, as indicated, it turns left the same place where i'm going now i haven't started indicating yet because i've slowed down now occasionally i think i'm an okay driver i've driven for quite a while i drive everywhere i've given friends lifts to places hopefully some friends who are listening to this can verify the fact that i'm a pretty okay driver i'm not the fucking greatest driver of all time i know my way around the northeast when it gets out there i get a little bit skitty because i don't really know where i'm going but if i know where i'm going in the northeast I'm good. But on the odd occasion, something like this has happened to us where I've indicated one way and I thought, whoop, shit, I'm going the wrong way. I've had to go and turn the other way. However, I'd still change my indication at the last minute to know the person, the people around us and the drivers around us where I'm going, even if I change last minute. But this guy, person, man, woman, they, them, were indicating right and turned left. Could have been a one-off mistake. Thought that we're going to turn right. Realised I had to go left. Fine. Not a problem. I also turned left because I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Fine. So now we're on another road. A smaller sort of, you know, not so busy main road. And I'm still behind this car. Now I'm going to turn uh, right onto another main road. Which is like two or three roads before I go home. And I turn I turn right and then I'm turning left at the roundabout. So now we're on this smaller road together. And we approach the roundabout. And again, this car indicates right. And, and there's something in my head that thinks maybe they have taken the wrong turn. They're going to 360 around this roundabout. Drive back up and then they're actually going to go to where they're meant to be going in the first place. But again, not a problem. There's not a lot of other cars around. I'm a safe distance behind it. Fine. This car indicates right. And again, takes the left turn 
same turn that I'm going after indicating right. That's two consecutive turns in a row that they've indicated and went the opposite way. My spidey spencers, spe, spider spencers, spencers, my spider spencers started tangling, and I thought this is the exact thought that went through my brain at that given moment in time. After I'd seen this car indicate one way and then take two consecutive wrong turns, this is my after my spider spencers were tangling. This is what I thought. Huh. Right? Are we on the same page now? This is what I thought, right? When it's, there's, there's nobody on the road, it's fucking 11 o'clock at night, this car's indicated right twice and took two left turns, this is what I thought. Huh. So you can assume, you can only imagine the level of confusion that's going on in my head. Now, yet again, we're on a smaller side road. And I, what I need to do on this particular road is go straight on until the end of the road. There's another roundabout, and I'll go straight over that roundabout. But again, there's little offshoots on this road leading to smaller, cider streets. And I drive down this road almost every time I come home because what? how else am I going to get to my house? So I'm driving, blah, blah, blah. And you'll never guess what the car in front does. You'll never guess what the car in front of me does <sighs> takes another left without indicating oh my god oh my god just without indicating this time just took a just took a wild left oh And I can't help but think this person immediately has a fear of letting people know that they are turning left. It's the only possible explanation. There must be some sort of fear le left in the nightness. They've obviously got left in the nightness. There's no, there is no other explanation in the entire universe. That could mean that this person driving in front of me, who has indicated right twice, but taken two left turns, and then one left turn without indicating, that they must have left tendonitis, which means they have a fear of not letting people know when they're turning left. And I thought that's really sad. So actually, guys, what I've done is I've set up a GoFundMe to try and raise awareness for people who have left in an left in an itis. and what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and raise five hundred thousand pounds to donate to the left in an itis, uh fucking charity, which I'm going to set up uh, tomorrow, actually. Um, and actually, I just want to raise awareness for people who don't like letting people know that they're going to turn left, and for people who are scared of being left on red. And for people that are scared of um, Ryan Giggs because he's, he was a left-footed football player and because he also beat his wife up. But that's just mostly the left-footed thing. Um, so if you could go ahead and uh, just scroll down to the uh, show notes and leave like, you know, just, just any loose change, you know, like 20 to 50 to 100 pounds would be, would be really helpful. Just something small. To uh, help the people that suffer with left and out, and that'll be really, really appreciative.
Okay, thanks. Uh, thank you for letting me share that with you. And uh, yeah, glad to get it off my chest. Okay, now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Bad Timekeeping. Should you have done the thing you wanted to do yesterday? Have you fucked up your day to day by leaving all your shit until the last minute? Then you want to try bad timekeeping. Actually, you don't want to try it. I'm pretty sure if that's the case, then you already have bad timekeeping. I've got bad timekeeping. I'm a drummer, but I've got bad timekeeping. Fuck! Right, while I've got you here, uh, there's still a, not a lot going on this week. But I know it's kind of early, but on the 10th of February, I'm headlining a comedy gig at Prohibition Bar in Newcastle, right next to Central Station. It's a free event. There's loads of comedians there. We're going to try some new material. We're going to try and get a solid 20 minutes down. It's a free event. What you got to lose? Note. Come out for a good time. It'll be cool. February 10th. Peace. That I forgot to mention on the drawback from the thing is that I accidentally fucked the quiz up and accidentally uh, I had a tiebreaker question for the top two and I accidentally gave second prize to actually third place because I didn't think that the person who came winner up in the tiebreaker actually got anything because they actually came second and they didn't actually came second and they actually came joined first when really they should have came second and I fucked it up and I got wrong with the contestants but it doesn't really matter because the quiz doesn't matter and you should get more important things in your life than this pop quiz every week and <clears throat> we're back I even fucked up the fucked up description of that what happened was, we had a tiebreaker, for, this is boring, this is boring, but we had a tiebreaker for first and second, and while we were figuring that out, I went and gave second prize to technically third place, and every which was like a fucking gift voucher for like five pounds for that pub, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, you know then people, like if you don't go to pub quizzes then you probably won't get this, but obviously I do the quiz every week, and there's people who take the quiz so seriously, that it's like... Like, first prize, first prize every week without fail depends on how much, you know, it's a pound to play. So it depends on how much people will get to join in. But it's always, it's never been more than this, it's always a £10 gift voucher for the pub where, where the quiz is. So think how much, how little you have going on in your life to be upset about losing out on a £10 gift voucher between four or five friends. and it's not, it's not each. It's between a team. So that's the kind of level we're playing at. But again, like I say, like I've said before, bags. So that's that's why I, do, I don't care about the quiz. You know what I mean? Anyways, what I wanted to talk about is a serious subject. Spreadable butter. Look, yes, bags, racks, checks, dough, Greenbacks, De Niro, pesos, euros, pound, sterling. I'm collecting them all. However, times is tough. Got to make a cutback when I can. Got to save them racks, bags, pound, sterling, De Niro, pesos, wherever and when I can. So, Lure Pack, too expensive. Dan Pack, fake Lure Pack, what's going on? You're in the fridge. However, however, Lurpak spreadable, good, light on the knife, spreadable, doesn't leave my bread looking like Swiss cheese all holed up, Danpak spreadable, Danpak spreadable from Morrison's I believe or Aldi, can't remember 
we'll get two loads of shopping a week. Dan pack, spread them. I get it. Look, Lur packs a Danish butter, Dan pack. I get it. Play on words. Packaging looks exactly the same. You'd be, you'd, I'd be an idiot not to think that I couldn't get them confused in a blind taste test as well. Okay? But, taste test aside, aesthetically, we're in the wrong here. There's something wrong. It's false advertising. Spreadable, the only thing you're spreading is lies. Spreadable, it's a myth. Trying to get Dan Pack spreaded on a slice of white without holes is a bush took a trial, my friend. You're spreading false information and it's lies. My dearest mother went out today to get a car fixed. Long story, there's always a beef with cars in our family. We mistreat cars, evidently. Whatever. On the way back, nipped into a baker's, bought some shit, bought a stutty cake. Delicious. Your boy's favourite. Now, for lunch, did I have a crisp sandwich with a stutty cake and some Dan Pack cheese and onion crisps? Yes. Yes. Did I... Use the Dan Pack butter in the crisp sandwich. Yes. Was this the first time I'd used Dan Pack since deciding to use Dan Pack to save some of the racks, the bags, the euros, the pesos, the pounds? Yes. Did I almost immediately regret that decision when opening the Dan Pack and trying to spread it on the study kit? Yes. Do I wish... And I hadn't cut corners with the pounds, the pesos, the sterling, the bags, the racks, and just stuck with the Lurpak actual spread. Yes! Now, the question is do I sue Dan Pack for false information and for spreading? Lies, because look, there's your headline for you. Look, tabloids, your boys out here doing your job for you. Cut the check. Cut the journalism check. <clears throat> look, I am aware that I've just went off on some people for getting uppity about quizzes and now I'm spending a large segment of this podcast talking about butter however however as a large northern Geordie man are you going to deny me butter on a study cake are you going to say I shouldn't enjoy the little things in life like a crisp sandwich with some stutty cake and loads of butter. But when the stutty cake doesn't look like Swiss cheese, are you really going to do that? Are you going to be that man? Are you going to be that person? Didn't think so. 
Oh, my butter. Oh, man. That, uh, that took up way longer than what I thought it was going to take up. And my throat's hurting. It's kind of hack, isn't it? It's a hack bit to say spreadable butter is not spreadable. But it just isn't. It just isn't. The only... Lurpak's the only one that works. And that's why you pay the extra pesos, euros, dinero, bags, racks, notes, greenbacks. That's why you pay it. You pay it for the truth. I'm paying for truth. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ah, oh, Christ. Well, I've done 20 minutes here. So, uh, I got I got to go do other stuff. So, soz, guys and gals, I have to, it's going to have to be short and sweet this week. But I think this is a fucking, considering I gave you nothing last week, this is a pretty fucking hot episode. I came in hot, got two subjects, down and dirty, I can't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, the person turned and left, and then left, and then, three lefts, three lefts, without indicating once. I'm fairness, left in the night is or not. Let's take some balls. You know what I mean? If you've got left, if you if you suffer from left tendonitis and you leave the house knowing that you have to make three consecutive lefts, some balls, some balls. Um, should have some stuff, some felt note stuff coming up soon. I've got look. I, there's no gigs going on at the minute, but there's I've got some coming up. Uh, I'm announcing. So if you listen to this on Thursday. Tomorrow morning, Friday morning, I'm announcing a gig. I might as well just fucking tell you. Um, I'm playing Healer Palooza Festival in Middlesbrough uh, as Jack Fox, doing a rap set there. That'll be fucking sick. I was meant to do it last year, but uh, I don't know if you heard about the coronavirus got in the way. Um, so that'll be f- fucking sick. Um, and there's going to be two stages at Healer Palooza. And no clashes, because the stages are in the same venue. Well, one's outside the venue, one's inside, because it'll be in June. So one's outside the venue, one's inside the venue. There's no clashes. So you can see me, you can see, I think, Zella are playing, uh, Motel Carnation, Dylan Cartlett. There's going to be so many fucking sick acts. So uh, tickets will be online tomorrow morning if you listen to this on Thursday. But if you listen to this on Friday, they're available from 9 o'clock. Uh, link is in my, my the Jack Fox Instagram uh, bio. Um That'll be really. I mean, even if you're not from Middlesbrough, I think it's, I literally do think it'll be worth making the trip over. I mean, it's only I think it's only fifteen pound a ticket. That's just a joke for the the acts that are going to be on. And not even all the acts are announced yet. The first wave are announced on Friday. So sick. Um, I'm doing some. I'm playing in Shields soon. I'll promote that close when it's closer to the time. But I'm playing in Shields soon uh, at Ziggy's with uh, What's Your Flavor. Uh, right music management night. Uh, Yorkshire Geordies are on as well. And Tired of Fighting, Nick Wood, who listens to the podcast and Nick Wood's band Tired of Fighting are playing. I'm very excited to see those guys uh, for the first time in a while. Uh, and I've got lots of comedy things coming up, but it's just they're just late. And like I say, I'm headlining at Prohibition Bar 10th of February. That'll be cool, man. I'm looking forward to that. I'm already piecing together my set now because I want to have a good, solid 20 minutes down that I can then take to other places. I'm going to try and video it maybe as well, so I've got like a solid 20 minute set. And I'm going to try and uh, take to other places and try, whatever, whatever. It's a very inside baseball, but uh, another actually another thing is I've been, I actually signed up to a Patreon. This is very inside baseball, and I'm sure this is boring. The rest of the, po- the, rest of the podcast was funny, so fuck you, I'm going to tell you anyways. The first Patreon I signed up to was uh, 
Joe List and Mark Norman's Tuesdays with Stories uh, because every time they do a gig on the road, they do a little documentary about it. So I've been uh, yesterday and the, and the day before, like I said, I was doing fucking nothing yesterday. So I watched like eight mini documentaries about these guys just touring. Like, not even, you know, when you go on tour as a comedian, anyways, in America, it's <laughs> so specific. These are my interests. You go on tour in America as a comedian and you play like these theatres or these comedy clubs, right? But you also do like weekend dates. Like, like I've done weekends at The Stand and uh, Laurels and stuff and other venues in the Northeast. But these guys obviously do it state to state. So you do these little weekend dates. The money's good. You do two shows. You get in and out. And it's fine. But it's really, as a comedian who wants to be living that life, it's really interesting to see all like the ins and outs of these things. So... Um, uh, I don't know why I told you that. I would just love to. I just love to do it. I would just absolutely love to do that. Spend my time traveling around, playing really good shows, and even more so in America. I'm not sure if my, how my accent would carry. Oh fucking hell! That's really oh. I feel like I kind of ruined this episode by talking shit at the end. All right, all right, all right. Uh, keep up with data with my shows. Come and see a gig if you want to. Uh, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna in the studio again, actually. Uh, if you listen to this on Thursday, I'm going to the studio tomorrow, Friday, with Martin Harbormaster and Gall to record some new songs and then new music coming soon. Also, cool fucking beans. It's all happening. Happy 2020, folks. Thanks very much for your support. And share the podcast with a friend. Share the podcast with a friend who doesn't use the indicators correctly when they're driving. All right. Love you, just you, just you. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Use your fucking indicators!